With the most recent trailer for House of Ashes, the third installment in the Dark Pictures anthology, I'd completely forgotten about the series after moving it from my conscious thoughts to a different part of my brain. Expectations used to be very high for Supermassive after Until Dawn, which has led to some disappointment, and with high hopes for a return to greatness for the studio, expectations have now been cast aside. Is there hope for the Dark Pictures anthology moving forward? This week, we try to find out on the Video Games Podcast. After Until Dawn, Supermassive released two VR experiences that were tied into the Until Dawn universe, with Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and The Inpatient. But it's very safe to say that for the large majority of Until Dawn fans, this isn't what they were looking for. The other release was Hidden Agenda, which relied on the PlayLink feature that tried to add a level of interactivity with non-gamers, but failed to catch on. The Inpatient and Hidden Agenda both switched to Unreal Engine for reasons unknown as they were still PlayStation exclusives. Fast forward almost five years, Supermassive leaving an exclusive Sony publishing deal, fully leaving behind the now famous Decim engine, and finally returning to the genre that put the studio on the map. In late 2018, Supermassive announced the Dark Pictures Anthology, an eight-part series that would be revisiting the interactive survival horror genre just like Until Dawn, and that put the studio on the map. And initially, it was revealed that the series would aim for a release every six months approximately, but that timeline has doubled since its announcement as there have been unforeseen circumstances, namely a pandemic, that have likely altered the schedule. Present-day Supermassive have now caused expectations to be rock bottom after two fairly mediocre, at best, entries with Man and Medan and Little Hope. There are some lingering questions. Have these entries been just as good as Until Dawn, but maybe expectations were too high? Or has Supermassive failed trying to capture that magic in a bottle that became a cult hit and commercial success in 2015? Now, not all hope is lost just yet, as there might be a chance for House of Ashes to see a drastic improvement from the first two entries, which we will touch on just a little later. Sadly, one of the major hindrances of the Dark Pictures anthology and the first two entries is that the writing has become fairly one-note and predictable. Now, huge spoiler alert for the first two entries of the Dark Pictures anthologies, but when the big reveal for Man and Medan and Little Hope are both based around some type of hallucinations or altered mental state causing all the problems, it ends up deflating the story, especially when you can see it coming. And even Until Dawn used mental illness in some capacity with Rami Malek's character Josh, and to use a similar narrative twist in three interactive survival horror games does nothing more than devalue each game. The shift from Sony to Bandai Namco might have been in their financial benefit, but more importantly, it now meant that Supermassive was going to have to learn to do the exact same experience, but this time on a different engine. The Decima engine that was created by Gorilla is a Sony engine, meaning that for the Dark Pictures anthology, the studio had to transition to the Unreal Engine. And even though Until Dawn came out in 2015, compared to the 2019 and 2020 entries in the Dark Pictures anthology, I think there's still aspects of Until Dawn that look and play better. Man of Medan sold relatively well for the first entry in an eight-part series, 
But there are questions as to why. Was it because people were happy to see supermassive games return to the interactive survival horror? Or was it because the word of mouth of the game was good? Now, in August of 2020, Bandai Namco spoke with GamesIndustry.biz and mentioned that Man and Medan had sold over 1 million copies, which feels like a success for a title of that size and in a niche genre. We have yet to get concrete financials on the follow-up Little Hope, although the data that we received for Man of Medan was given a full year after the release, and Little Hope only came out in October of 2020, so we still have some time for that. And with speaking with GamesIndustry.biz, they said that the Dark Pictures anthology is a very much long-term vision that can be difficult to discern at first glance, and each volume will grow the audience. There's a lot of ambition for us in this series, so clearly... Bandai Namco sounds to be fully behind this project as a whole, and if we try to read between the lines, then we could assume that Little Hope will have sold just as good as, if not better than Man of Medan. The only possibility that this might not have happened would be if too many people felt burned that Man of Medan didn't quite live up to the expectations that Supermassive set with Until Dawn in 2015. However, this doesn't seem to be the case when looking at Google Trends for the interest for the Dark Pictures anthology when Man of Medan was released is nearly half the amount of Google interest when Little Hope was released. The one thing that is worth mentioning is that when comparing the trend to Until Dawn, there still seems to be a much greater interest for what has seemingly become the cult classic. Seeing the announcement trailer for House of Ashes at the end credits of Little Hope, we can see some modern-day military exploring a religious temple that looks to have been recently discovered with one of the voiceovers asking if you believe in God. And it also insinuates with John McTiernan's predator-like sounds that something is down there along with them. And in a recent video, Will Doyle, game director, said that House of Ashes is greatly inspired by Predator, James Cameron's Aliens, and The Descent in addition to H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountain of Madness. The most recent teaser trailer shows more of what the creature might also see with a predator-like sonar vision. The trailer is also once again showing the same exact thing that the first two entries in the series did with two different time periods. This time, we are seeing what looks like World War II era soldiers exploring the temple and being hunted. And based on previous games, it would be safe to assume that Supermassive is going to be incorporating hallucinations or an altered mental state into House of Ashes in some form. Possibly, those who believe in God might be spared. Either way, the big hope is that the studio, and more importantly the writers, use other forms of narrative devices to tell the story this time around. In the most recent video from Supermassive that gave a longer glimpse into House of Ashes, there was enough things said that seemed like the studio is not resting on their laurels. Now, according to Will Doyle, they are listening to feedback from the first two games and focusing on areas that matter the most to gamers. Now, instead of just saying this as lip service, they detailed some important changes that are being made to the third entry in the Dark Pictures anthology, which gives hope. The biggest change is the move from a fixed camera perspective to fully player-controlled 360-degree camera, which will allow for more immersion, hopefully, and a better sense of exploration. And this new change also goes hand-in-hand -hand with a new flashlight mechanic that allows the player to shine the light where they please in hopes of discovering clues, but it also hinders the player by slowing them down, which could work very well for same high-tension scenarios. 
House of Ashes will also see three levels of difficulty that will allow each player to tailor the experience to their skill level, which is a genius idea because interactive games like that of the Dark Pictures Anthology attract both casual and hardcore gamers. Finally, Supermassive have implemented a new single-player mode called the Curator's Cut, and as much fun as it can be to play these games co-op with a loved one on the couch or a friend online, there is something far more terrifying about feeling isolated in horror games. It did mention, though, that this would be part of a pre-order bonus, but it wasn't fully clear. Hopefully, Supermassive isn't locking this feature behind a pre-order wall, because if they do, it would feel like two steps forward and one step back with the other series improvements they are hopefully delivering on. One of the areas that doesn't seem to be getting much improvements based on the trailer is the facial animations. Characters still have a slightly dazed look to them and they just feel a touch weird, which does eliminate some of the tension that the game is striving to create. Although, House of Ashes will be the first in the series to be fully optimized for next-gen consoles, so hopefully other areas will be able to heighten the tension. Even though House of Ashes looks promising, Supermassive's interactive survival games including Until Dawn, Man of Medan, and Little Hope have been on the decline since Until Dawn released in 2015, despite critical consensus disagreeing. Until Dawn scored a 79, Man of Medan a 69, and Little Hope a 73. However, if the audience is in fact growing with the series, this would likely mean more budget, more time getting allocated to the project, and hopefully a new script that doesn't use the same crutch as the first three games. And with these meaningful changes that Supermassive is implementing, there might still be hope for a return to greatness. That's all for the Video Games Podcast this week. Hopefully, with these new changes that Supermassive is implementing, you are now looking forward to the next installment in the Dark Pictures Anthology. Thank you as always for listening. If you enjoyed it and you're not already subscribed, then please consider doing so. And please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human.